Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, where we will bring you some of the most interesting interviews and features from the world of tech. Visit irishtechnews.ie and check out our podcast section to explore all of our previous episodes. You can subscribe to our podcast using whatever your favourite app or service is by visiting anchor.fm forward slash irish-tech-news. Hi, everybody. This is Jamil Hassan. Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, uh, a.k.a. Crypto Hipster here, and um, where I bring you blockchain and crypto insights from around the world. And today, I had the pleasure and distinct honor of introducing my guest, Walid Abu Zaki, who's the founder and CEO of Unlock Blockchain out of Dubai. Welcome to the show today. Thank you, Jim. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, so I asked the same question to all my guests to start off with. Could you please walk us through your background and, how, and is it a logical background to what you're doing now? Uh, absolutely. So I finished my studies in the business administration and I started my career as a banker. So uh, it was a very interesting few years at the beginning and then somehow the learning curve start flattening, you know, and I had to find a move and then uh, an opportunity arise with Al-Iqtisal uh, Al-Amal, it's a media group uh, in the region. So I took this opportunity and uh, it was not a mistake for sure, because uh, since then I've been enjoying uh, an amazing journey. Um, the idea of being around with uh, top notch economists and editors uh, in the region was uh, an amazing, it's like coming back to school, you know. So, Al-Iqtisadu uh, Amal has been in the market for the last 40 years. It started as a business magazine uh, for Pan-Arab region. And they are one of the top event creator and organizer in the whole region so i joined uh, i joined the group and uh, start working on different projects uh, and 2018 i moved uh, to unlock blockchain it's a vertical it's a specialized uh, platform Thanks to Alexandro Amel at the end of the day. I was introduced to blockchain while working in Alexandro Amel. And I was amazed by the technology. I was amazed by the opportunities that uh, it may bring to uh, uh, the world and uh, especially for this part of the world. So uh, uh, 2014, I, was, I learned first about blockchain and then we started preparing ourselves. Uh, nothing could be done uh, by them in the in this part of the world because it was kind of we, we, people didn't know about it. Uh, people didn't know about the difference between blockchain and Bitcoin by then. So uh, only in 2017, uh, Dubai government uh, decided to. Uh, move uh, some governmental entity to uh, the blockchain space so we've been there we've been ready uh, we submit the idea of organizing uh, unlock blockchain forum for them and this was the start 
we started with unlock uh, as a blockchain uh, event big blockchain event uh, in dubai and then we organized unlock and uh, this is how we've been in the space for the last three years excellent um so i want to find out more about your focus um in that vertical at unlock blockchain um what you guys have been are up to and what you're doing there so as i said uh, unlock is uh, uh, has a unique offering in this part of the world we started as a media platform and the main mission for us uh, was to uh, introduce uh, the world to the world what's happening in this uh, region try to highlight the um, opportunities in the blockchain space, implementation with the government entities. Uh, uh, and, and from the other end, we've been trying as well to let our audience here in this region to understand and uh, learn what's happening around us. So uh, it's uh, a startup friendly platform. We're trying our best to always uh, help uh, new projects, uh, good ideas, innovative ones, uh, uh, matchmaking them with uh, um, uh, with the right people in this region, guiding them. We have a nice, we've been in the space uh, for a while, and we had uh, good understanding for the, for this region. So we're we're uh, kind of the right parties to help them to integrate in this region. Uh, as I said, we did two big uh, events on 2018 and 2019, and then we've been hit by COVID, so uh, somehow all our activities are, are uh, directed to uh, digital activities nowadays. And uh, as the space is new for, 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 for uh, this region as well, so uh, the media scene is kind of poor uh, in terms of knowledge and understanding. So Unlock uh, could fill like, a big gap uh, in uh, creating uh, uh, good content. And we've been working for the last two years and as a boutique uh, PR agency or uh, content creating agency, uh, creation agency, where we uh, draft content uh, in both Arabic and English for uh, our clients. Uh, we try to, to influence the traditional media scene and try to, to uh, bring them to the space, learn as much as we can learn uh, and teach people how, uh, how to highlight uh, the, 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 this technology and what are the fundamentals around it and, uh, and so on. So unlock in a brief. It's uh, a unique uh, media Great. media media outlet, uh, a small boutique PR agency, and an event organizer in the blockchain space. Great. Okay. Um, so I found a lot of information. Uh, as you said, the, the media is kind of choppy a little bit, but I found some good information. Especially, let's do a let's talk. Let's walk around walk around the um, Middle East a little bit um, and talk about Dubai for now. The Dubai Financial sure. Services Authority, I found this on Unlock Blockchain. The Dubai Financial Services Authority has recently made an announcement that it will be focusing on security tokens first 
before delving into cryptocurrencies, stablecoins, or utility tokens. That seems to me to be the exact opposite of every other country in the world. So why is Dubai taking that approach? Uh, so as, as, as I said earlier, uh, um, Dubai was the first destination for us to organize uh, Unlock Blockchain Forum because Dubai was the first government moving into this space. So leaders in Dubai saw an opportunity to create by then, to create something new instead of acquiring existing solutions. With this mentality, I'm sure that the FSA decision to start by security token and their consultation document fall under the same. So they do what is needed and what they can sell at the end of the day. And it was clearly mentioned um, uh, in their, in their uh, document that uh, they have received a lot of requests to try to regulate this space. Uh, so they delivered this first and uh, sure things to come. Regulators in Dubai are pragmatic. They are accessible. Uh, they have been showing this for the last 25 years and I'm sure uh, nothing will change in the blockchain and the crypto space. But always we have to keep in mind that Dubai is, uh, is a city or is a state inside a big uh, United Arab Emirates. And uh, if we zoom out a little bit and look into the big picture, so the Security and Commodities Authority uh, issued on November 2020, maybe one of the best framework of digital assets uh, on digital assets. So, uh, and lately they signed with uh, DMCC, another free zone, uh, they signed an MOU uh, allowing the MCC to start issuing onshore uh, crypto license. So with ESCA as a federal authority, uh, with two financial centers where the IFC in Dubai, Abu Dhabi Global Market and Abu Dhabi, while Abu Dhabi Global Market, they issued a full, uh, full-fledged uh, crypto framework. Uh, as a as a financial district so we have to keep in mind that uae is a federal government dubai is part of the uae and i believe the monetary policy uh, always will stay with the federal government and not with dubai alone or abu dhabi so i believe uae uh, dubai they are on the right track uh, i don't expect 100 exchange to open up in Dubai between today and tomorrow. Things need time. Uh, Regulator needs to be convinced by the projects, who's behind it, and the innovation behind it. I mean, they care more about the innovation uh, coming with the project, not just to uh, create a, a crypto trading platform. Meanwhile, uh, if you go around Dubai, uh, you can meet in every corner someone uh, uh, from the crypto community. They are everywhere. There are many. Uh, there's many crypto holders, crypto fund even. Uh, 
many of them invested a lot, invested in different uh, ICOs in the, in the, at the beginning. And lately, last week, we witnessed uh, one of the first decentralized finance platform from, uh, from UAE, which is a sign that things are moving forward. It's all about what is the project, who's behind it, what this project may bring a value for the UAE itself. So let me see if I understand this correctly and why you're why I feel that you're ahead in the regulation space is because um, Dubai is viewing this as a as a business instead of uh, like at, at a, as a business level instead of as a societal or any other level that um, first is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, look into Dubai and what the, what are the economics behind Dubai? It is it is uh, an amazing city, very innovative. The real estate industry is crucial. Uh, the, the the service industry is important. Uh, so uh, security token offering it falls under under what they need at the uh, at the time being. And uh, uh, while uh, uh, if you look into the IFC alone or ADGM alone, things are are are, are uh, they, they are just setting their priorities based on what what is needed. I understand. Okay, great. Um, so I'm looking at your your region there, and Dubai is a bustling city. And then, in the region, you have Saudi Arabia, which to me, first my first thought is desert. Uh, my <laughs> second thought is is oil. Um, and I, from what I see there, is they are up to doing uh, energy tokenization. How does that, how does that work? So. KSA or Saudi Arabia, as you call it, uh, for for me, I see it as the land of opportunity, unlimited, unlimited possibilities uh, in the energy sector and beyond. Uh, the new leadership, uh, um, uh, Prince Mohammed bin Salman, is doing what we believed impossible in every front, either infrastructure, technology, women rights, and blockchain as a technology is already embedded in his vision 2030. So uh, we, we, uh, we witnessed a lot in the last couple of months. So the central bank um, already uh, using uh, technology, they have their sandbox. Uh, they are experimenting things uh, and they even are studying uh, central bank digital currency project as well. So, um, and uh, also uh, worth to mention that between Dubai and between UAE and uh, Saudi Arabia, uh, they have been working for the last year or so on a project called Aber between both central banks, where they are trying to create a platform for uh, cross-border payment and settlement between both central, uh, central banks. And in the last December, if not mistaken, they did a stress test uh, between both central banks and two commercial banks from every side. Uh, so I believe uh, we might hear something or we might hear some good news about this uh, very soon. On, uh, on energy tokenization, 
our discussion now is coming directly after the latest announcement of uh, of Saudi Arabia about Green Saudi or Green Middle East. Uh, if you're following this news, so where they announced two alternative energy projects, one wind energy production and one solar. Both projects would reduce like seven million tons of carbon footprint. Those projects can't flourish, in my opinion and uh, won't work in harmony without tokenization and incentives of tokens uh, itself. And if you, if you look into Saudi Arabia as an uh, oil, oil producing country, uh, we all know that while, while, while uh, taking out the oil from underground, there's a lot of uh, gases that they somehow uh, Producer need to burn it uh, to burn it uh, to avoid uh, the, 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 the harming the environment. So there's a lot of ga waste gases and waste energy, and we're following up with few uh, projects where they are proposing something, and I believe we will hear something soon about this, where they are trying to create uh, mining facilities for. Uh, crypto or Bitcoin in specific uh, in Saudi Arabia, using these gases, uh, helping the environment and uh, uh, creating a mining facility with a cheaper cost. I want to key on one word because it, it appeals to me um, mm. and I've done some work in the past on it. And that word is harmony. How do you think that this energy tokenization with oil and the blockchain and other um, energy sources now or creations can all live in harmony. With the idea of uh, the idea of of uh, incentivize uh, to give incentives to users at the end of the day to to produce uh, energy and put it on the grid, or to uh, reduce their usage of uh, of uh, electricity itself. Uh, the smart contracts that. That's that's gonna soon be managing a lot of uh, of uh, devices around us, either cars or or uh, whatever. So all this need like a bigger network and uh, uh, to manage all this and uh, to work seamlessly without the interference of uh, of people at the end of the day. And Great. I I uh, I love that concept. Yeah. I I um I want to move to a different country, uh, Ron, um, and that one is Bahrain. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I was gonna talk about Bahrain and a different approach, you know. And mm -hmm. uh, at the end of the day, yeah, uh, people uh, whenever will see us or hear us will understand what drives every country to do what they are doing already. So uh, Bahrain, they've been known as a financial center, and this is, uh, Bahrain is a small country uh, with minimal resources in terms of gases or, or oil. So they, uh, uh, from their beginning, they set up a country uh, um, very environment friendly for banking and uh, financial institutions. So uh, they've been ahead in the region on this level. And uh, 
surprisingly, they didn't go into uh, specific or 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 uh, special uh, digital asset framework. But the central bank themselves, they took the initiative, and uh, they uh, issued the first license. Maybe almost two years back now uh, for an exchange uh, called Rain. Uh, Rain. Uh, and they work under their supervision for uh, around six months, and then rain it has been has been floating for the last uh, year and so. And lately, a month ago, they gave another license for a company called Coinmana. So now we have two full-fledged exchanges uh, in Bahrain, uh, working with working well. Uh, people are satisfied. Um, limited number of pairing if we. Uh, if we're gonna go into details, but the good thing about Bahrain, because uh, uh, they have this GCC understanding. So, so if you are having a bank account in in Saudi Arabia or in Dubai or in Kuwait, so so um, you can you can transact and do to any bank transfer to to any uh, GCC country, Gulf country. So. Uh, they have this uh, Emirati or Dirham pairing with BTC or uh, Real or uh, uh, yeah, all countries, Qatar, Bahrain, Kuwait, they can, they can bank with, uh, with the exchange. So we see a, a very interesting uh, community joining from the traditional space from around Bahrain, not necessarily only from Bahrain, because banking with Bahrain, especially both, both, both exchanges uh, got their license from the central bank. So banking with those exchanges is very normal. And people are using these two outlets to onboard on uh, in the crypto space. So that's really interesting. Um, I, I, I think one of the ways that Bitcoin will be achieve mass adoption is through open governments, open banking, and that seems to me. Let me get this right. Um, is that's about that's what Bahrain is doing? They 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 are doing uh, what they could do at the beginning. So so at the end of the day, they have uh, a very advanced banking infrastructure and. Uh, um, enough uh, skilled people to manage this from a central bank as a regulator from the banking industry in general and uh, the crypto trading comes to them and i believe it's like a venue for the whole gulf region and uh, and they are doing well great i am um, when i think of banking i think of my my roommate from college uh, yeah. He was from uh, Kuwait, yeah. and it's a Kuwait banking hub. And, and you have a few countries there: Kuwait, you have Oman, um, you have I forget. So, uh, we 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 can go through them fast. So mm -hmm. Kuwait, I agree with you; it's a banking hub. Actually, is is a capital hub. Yeah, and, uh, where, this is where most of the Gulf money stays. So it's very wealthy community. Uh, but somehow, yet, um, I think maybe this is due to the changes in the government and so on. So, uh, 
nothing in the crypto space at all. Even the central bank is uh, warning people every day and then about uh, the, 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 uh, the, the, the uh, trying to ban uh, the crypto trading and the crypto holding. Uh, so uh, nothing much, uh, nothing big around Kuwait is happening. In Qatar, uh, they have some initiative so the central bank uh, did uh, did some pilot with different uh, with different protocols like corda and r3 uh, they 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 had their uh, they have one interesting project on c wallet it called so they have a digital wallet and they are serving the, the blockchain space on blockchain and as well, they, some some com commercial banks in Qatar join Marco Polo Network for uh, trade finance. So, uh, but nothing yet again on blockchain space. For me, I only wish to see Qatar uh, jumping into the space uh, and start selling the ticket of the World Cup 2022 on blockchain. But I didn't hear much about that. Um, in Oman, uh, things started well at the beginning, where uh, the government were, uh, were excited about about uh, the blockchain uh, as a technology. So they uh, did some activities. They brought, uh, they they organized a big event, uh, brought some figures from around the world, uh, and created a government entity uh, responsible for. Uh, helping to implement blockchain with, uh, in the country. The Capital Market Authority did some pilot as well, but yet the trading itself, and we didn't see a real, uh, real happening in, uh, in those three countries in terms of uh, blockchain and crypto. So you have three countries that are leading the way, three yeah. countries there that are, that are a little bit behind. What can the rest of the world take from the lessons that are that's in your region? We, uh, th this technology is here to stay, and it's still, it's still, it's uh, in the infant, very infant stage, at the, at the very beginning. Uh, uh, the most important, in my opinion, is uh, to try to uh, lobby and convince and teach regulators all over the re uh, region and as well as the world, because regulators tend to be slow and they are not ready to change things if things are working well they are not ready to change it so uh, we need to uh, influence them uh, uh, from the other end the traditional scene if you look into banks uh, they were comfortable they were they were acting like nothing is happening and they were slow in any on all meanings and in, in innovation and in charges and the treatment with the clients. So blockchain here is going to disrupt them. Uh, if you look into decentralized finance itself, so uh, this is this is a whole disruption and we are still at the beginning. Uh, so uh, the, I believe the best lesson is don't, we shouldn't keep on waiting regulators to come up with something to impose on, on us as, as innovator or as entrepreneurs. We need to 
go meet them, convince them, teach them, and show them the possibilities at the end of the day. Uh, we need always uh, the regulation to be there. We need uh, regulators to walk, uh, walk us through this experience, but not to cripple the whole, uh, the whole, the whole scene. Uh, so this is this is the only message I can I can I can talk about because uh, I know I know the difference between between let's say what's happening uh, in, in UAE now and let's say what's happening in Lebanon. I recall a few years back when I when I met the uh, governor of Central Bank in Lebanon and was talking with him about about blockchain and about the possibilities that may bring to the country. He was he 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 took it like it was like a joke for him, and he said, "This is just it's 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 a small game, and we're not into this yet, and so on and so forth." While the regulator in 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 uh, in, in UAE they saw this totally differently, and uh, now different entities in Dubai they are working like regulatory labs, so they are moving use cases, they are taking the use case as is to the regulator trying to uh, highlight all the possibilities, all the, the opportunities, and together they are trying to put the right uh, framework for this technology to flourish. Excellent. Uh, I think the world can learn from that, definitely. Yeah. Um, so I very much appreciate the time that you spent uh, talking to me today. Um, I it do have one, last question. I have one yeah. last question for you. How can how can people find out more information about you about your company? How can they contact you? Uh, uh, our website is www.unlock-bc uh, or blockchain.com. Um, the space is uh, everybody knows everyone in this space, and somehow Unlock is the only venue for anyone looking to uh, the Middle East, either to get information or to get in touch with the communities here. So, uh, and uh, they can reach directly to me. My email is walid, W-A-L-I-D, at unlock-bc.com. And we'll be happy to help and uh, try to make the journey easier for them uh, in every way possible. Thank you very much for your time today. Appreciate it. It's great. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the latest Irish Tech News podcast. Check back every day for the latest episode. You can follow us on Twitter at Irish underscore tech news. On Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Irish Tech News. On LinkedIn, linkedin.com forward slash company forward slash Irish dash tech dash news. On Instagram, instagram.com forward slash Irish Tech News dot IE. And on TikTok, tiktok.com forward slash at Irish Tech News.